All right, let's 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 go for the more tactful approach instead of banging because banging is always a good solution. Let's mm. let's all just banging is first. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got you got to have banging is always to, first to to get it out of her system. You see the thing that I did I, it for us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like this. It was basically asking me a bunch of questions, like, and I'm like, "You're you're debating yourself. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I just thought. I I just thought it was interesting. And then Steve jumped in and starts. To, and I'm like, "God damn it! I'm not even arguing with anybody. I welcome to Facebook. I political thought discussion. it was interesting." <laughs> Probably you know, a dick. <laughs> people don't like you know he's a he's a handsome, very good quarterback, and he wins a lot. And Belichick is you know he's not warm, so they look at the Patriots and go, ah, they're be a Belichick. He cheated. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding yourself. You don't believe it. You're better than Ariana Grande. Why must you be such an angry young man when your future looks quite bright to me? Hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. You look like a $10 bill right now. <laughs> Sticks? And uh, who else? Oh, it's- uh, Tesla, Sticks, and Def Fucking Leopard. Tesla was there too? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. What's their famous one? Um, Love will find yeah. a way. Did, they didn't sing... Um, no. Fuck. I can't remember the name of their... Is that their only hit? Because Tesla... Signs. They signs, I'm thinking of. Signs, yeah, signs everywhere. That's Tesla, right? Which is a remake. From who? Uh, I can't remember who sang it originally. Some, like, folks. Maybe... Was it Bob Dylan or somebody? I don't know. I did not know that. Shit. I don't know. We can Google it. Eh, well, the whole point of this show is to not embrace the facts. We just go along with it. So, um, You went to a concert? Yeah. Last night? Yeah. With your lovely wife and, uh, and uh, Sam from Aurelio's, it looks like. Yeah, and The Dark Knight. And uh, <laughs> Lauren, who used to work at Aurelio's, who got the tickets. Um, and uh, a couple of her friends. And what did Luke do last night? Luke got absolutely shit hammered. <laughs> um, and was vomitus maximus. So you actually threw up I booted. from drink. When's the last time that's happened to you? <laughs> that I threw up from drinking? My 30th um, birthday was my last time. And that was Before years, last so. night was... The night that I went out with Morgan, who used it seems maybe it's ex employees. Okay, um, she used to work for me, and I had just broken up with uh, a girlfriend, and she was like, "We should hang out." And so we went out, and we went to the bar that she liked the guy that was bartending. So I was her tag along. All right, 
and she, he kept feeding her. You were the wingman. He kept giving her free shots, nice. and I never asked for a shot once, and it just they just kept giving them to me. And Ooh, Jonah mysterious and Aaron, alcohol. Jonah and Aaron drove me home, and I booted. So you pulled a Jonah, which is kind of <laughs> yeah, kind of hard to do. <laughs> well, Jonah, Jonah drove my car, and Aaron drove me home, and I was blaming her driving for me feeling sick. <laughs> oh my when, god! You know. It had nothing to do with like the ten shots I did. So last night, what was it? A mixture or just it straight mix, beer? Mixing beer and Captain Morgan and now was it the same little scenario? Jack Daniels. People kept handing you stuff. <laughs> I got I, I I never went without, and I don't remember buying all of those. And it's so expensive, my God! Oh, it's a concert. It's ridiculous. Those eighteen dollar beers. You better make them last. So, uh, so okay. When you were drinking, because I haven't seen you drunk. I've seen you buzzed quite yeah, a few times and yeah. slap happy, but I don't think I've seen you drunk, and it's got to be drink, maybe 10 drink, years or something. I don't drink something. that often, and when I do, I don't drink that much. Maybe maybe at Lewis, a Lewis party or once you were cutting yeah, it. Yeah. But um, do you remember everything that happened last night? No. So you did black out. There were, well, I'm, I, there's things that were coming to me that I... Um, it was weird because I got a little emotional. I heard a Sticks song that reminded me of my buddy Ken. All right. Because um, I had Sticks Greatest Hits on CD, and I, there was just a song that, I don't know why, it just kind of hit me and got a little little teary-eyed. Misty? And, yeah, thinking yeah. about stuff. But I was you know, I was grooving, and, uh, you know, there's stuff I'm remembering this morning. Oh, that's right, I did that. Oh, that's right, I did that. <laughs> You know, I feel oh shit, somebody handed me a beer. Oh yeah, I did see Jenny Donahue's husband there. Oh, that's right, such and such. Um, so man cow, in and out. man cow was there. Oh, that's true. yeah, he was he was standing there doing his dumb shit. I used to really enjoy him when I was back in high school, and then I realized I was stupid. Then he realized he was a Howard Stern wannabe. Yeah, he's just really really bad Howard Stern wannabe. Yeah. But, so uh, so you did kind of phase in and out. What's the last memory you have of the night? Oh, we stopped at White Castle on the way home. Nice. Uh, <laughs> at least you remember the burgers. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I didn't I didn't lose I I didn't I was kinda disappointed in Def Leopard, so I didn't pay as much attention to them as uh Who was the headliner? Sticks was Def Leopard. Head- Def Leopard was a headliner, oh yeah. okay. Sticks was second. Um they were good. They that were really sounds good. Sounds like a blast of a show. I would have loved to have seen that. Um so Following up with all that, Drunken Luke. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I feel bad because I ruined, you know, I think I ruined part of the night for people that were with us. You think so? Well, they had to, you know. So you did pull a joke. <laughs> I had, well, I, I wasn't like obnoxiously falling all over. I just, I think they shortened their night. Oh, yeah, we've got to get Luke home. Yeah, after, you know, I waited. I was sitting out with the. Oh, you're the only one getting hammered? Nobody else? Well, they're Usually. young. They, they got, they got, uh, Iron you know, stomachs or whatever. Yeah, they just, they can, they pound. I just, oof. So a couple, probably 30, 40 episodes ago, I said something along the lines, it's nice to get shit hammered once in a while. Sometimes you just need to cut loose like that just to feel, you know, young and carefree. And, and remind myself why I don't get shit hammered. Yeah, so I, the question is, like, did that feel good? And you're, you know, no, the, no, it was too the much. hangover it worth was too it? much. Too much? All right. The hangover would be worse if I didn't boot, but... Oh, oh. Um, it's too much. I did too much. You know, I just, I was going hard and Fair enough. lost track of what I was doing. And next thing you know, I was like, whoa, I don't feel good. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that shit, dude. Well, we, uh, 
we got a lot to talk about today. We got some fun stuff coming up. But uh, first and foremost, football season is about to start. Yes. I watched the Bears, uh, Bears. preseason um, game. Three and thirteen. Ooh, it was a it was an ugly game. They're it, fucking bad. It dude. was an ugly game. They're Cutler so is on his back quite a lot in that game. I thought it was. They're a so too. bad. But that's not really what I want to get at because uh, Deflate Gate, your favorite terms, uh, yeah. came to an end. Yeah. Tom Brady is not going to get suspended for four games. Yeah. I don't know who was on your fantasy draft or not because that kind of affected everyone's roster. He got taken late in both drafts. Did he really? Yeah. Just because of those four games. Because they didn't know if he was, you know, you only play a 13-game season, so you lose your first four with him. What's your thoughts on this? I mean, Goodell basically got pissed on by the court and saying you have no hard evidence. You they can't didn't. Cite. They overreached. They overreached big time, right? Yeah. They, you know, Goodell's a Goodell's a fucking joke, man. You know, it's it's a hypocrisy that some of the shit that that goes on. You know, a, a deflate a slightly deflated football. Really? Yeah, I, again, Four I said games. it was ticky tack to begin with. So he's not in charge of the. He's not in charge of the the equipment. You know, at the end of the day, the the judge is right. You got no hard evidence. You yeah. can't you can't fucking suspend him like that. The precedence this sets, though, is that the NFL is basically powerless against their suspensions unless you're like literally beating your wife or something. Well, like they that. can. They're not powerless. So just stuff will be upheld. You know, like big time, right? It, it's you know, some stuff will be upheld. Some will be. I'd peel the fuck out of anything because you know. Well, you know, then you... bring it to court, motherfucker. Yeah, but the you know. They, this was a circumstance where they didn't have any evidence. I mean, no. you know, a broken cell phone and a SIM card is not evidence. It's it's funny. <laughs> I don't care, man. What do you it's say so I was dumb. upgrading on an I, so iPhone? Um, you know, I wanted him to get suspended four games because he's not on my fantasy team. Do you think Tom Brady is a cheater? No, I don't cons- even consider that really cheating. I as well. So. I think uh, Jared like and Steve if you, are if you like, jabbing about that. And, if, you like, you, if you put a little stick on your hands, you're not supposed to, but you know what? Is he a dick? Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Eh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the guy. Hot wife. He seems friendly. Yeah, nice guy. I don't, Probably you know, a dick. People don't like, you know, he's a, he's a handsome, very good quarterback, and he wins a lot, and Belichick is, you know, he's not warm, so they look at the Patriots and go, ah, they're... Be a Belichick. He cheated. <laughs> now, I think Bill Belichick's a cheater, but that's just me yeah. to, to a certain degree. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Tom Brady, you know, kudos to you, man. You beat the system. You beat City Hall. And Goodell's well, – how long do you think Goodell's going to be the commissioner of this league? Oh, I, I think he's – I don't know. I think he'll probably – Who's gone first, Robin Ventura or Roger Goodell? Rob, Robin Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised Robin Matura is still there now. I'm sure he's going to be working at your local Wendy's next week. So um, I think their their GM. I I liked their GM. Uh, God, I, I, I liked him when they brought him in. I heard some interviews, and I'm like, all right, I kind of like this because I was never a big Kenny Williams fan, and I I don't know who made the decisions. You know, Kenny Williams saying it was him. So whoever didn't make a move at the break. Yeah, I mean, they, they did the worst pat, thing. They, they did the worst pat. thing they could have done is yeah. stand there with their thumb in their butt and do nothing. They don't don't go any direction. And meanwhile, your Cubbies are coasting into the playoffs. So if you made that hundred dollar bet two <clears> episodes <throat> ago, you got some nice change coming to you. No, I was right. So. I uh, they're looking good, not great. Uh, they need they need uh, one more starter to step up. I mean, I don't expect all of them to be hitting on cylinders, but 
you know, Lester's pitching well. Arietta's pitching out of his mind. And then the other three aren't, they haven't given any good starts probably in the last, you know, they're going five innings, mm-hmm. six innings, maybe. They had a shaky like last 10 games. And I remember, uh, yeah. But the Pirate, well, who's who's behind them right now? They they dropped like San Francisco. The Giants. They dropped like seven in a row. The Giants are now not even by Washington's ahead of the Giants. Oh, Jesus. Right. So San Fran fell apart. Yep. Um, well, yeah, you guys are coasting, man. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting. You got at least something happening in Chicago sports wise to look forward to in like the next, you know. I'm excited. Weeks. I'm, you know, I I'd be very because the Bears are it'll looking be kind of anticlimactic if they make the playoffs. They get that one game thing and then they lose and then it's like okay. Well, we'll see. They are the Cubs. So. They should play a three game set for the wild card. I agree with that. I don't like the one and done shit. It's just there's too many things open to. Uh, I mean, I I see why they do it. You're dragging out the season forever, but. I, well, I kind of like the whole cat and mouse game that you can do with the pitcher setting up a guy for the next day, you know, preparing. Oh, they'll for set it. up for Arietta to play that game. Yeah. Changing topics, man. Uh, I got something at the bar that pissed me off. <laughs> Go on. Uh, again, this always reminds me of your stories that you post about Aurelio's when you take customers. Um, this is a legitimate story. Really happened. Uh, said to me with the most seriousness and not tongue-in-cheek. Uh, we have a special on Wednesday where we do $15 house bottles of okay. wine. Very nice deal. Yeah. I mean, usually like 23 24 bucks. It's a nice way to get customers come out. A lot of the ladies do their book club meetings and PTA meetings, and they'll just like grab five bottles and have a good time. So a group of four women come in. I explain the special. Yeah. You know, very easy. Two of the ladies are very excited about it. One lady with the straightest face possible. She had never been in the bar. She's like, she's saying how much, oh, it's a very nice place. I've never been here before. Oh, what about this bottle? And she points to a $40 bottle on the list. And I was like, no, that's not part of the roster. She says to me with the straightest face possible, well, this is the bottle that I want. And I want it for $15. And I go, well, I'm sorry if there's any confusion, but that's not part of the deal. That's not part of the special. She goes, well, that's just not fair. Of course not. That's not she, fair. Isn't it great how that gets thrown around? I I, I had no idea how to respond to it because I started giggling like, ah, oh, she is fucking serious. And she starts looking at her friends for support. Like, well, why isn't this? Like, if you're going to throw a special around, it has, why everything isn't this, has to be. Fair. Why isn't this on the special? And I was like. Because it's not. That's not the special. The, this is the special. I, you know, showed her and. Again, dude, I it's a small but this woman had to have been in her 50s. Looked extremely well to do. I does that work for anybody? I know I've complained about this before, but can you go into any restaurant and say I demand that this be on your special and will a waiter kowtow to what you're asking them to do? Like, well, I mean, she's really ask, upset. They can Luke. ask for a substitute, but I mean, if we do like a special on a, a you know, a dollar, dollar no, like, bottles, yeah, and they come in and go, well, "I want a dollar large pizza." That's not fair. <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like. You're like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why isn't Sam Adams on special? Because that's not the special. People, we're bringing people in for Miller Lite today. Sam Adams might be a special another day. Right. Well, I, they obviously don't understand the concept of the special. I, I have have you ever seen somebody actually get away with that bullshit? Like 
complain enough to the point where the waiter or the bartender is put in a position where they have to say, you know what, fine, I'll give it to you on special, or you've never seen that, where somebody um, can pull that shit off. Have I ever seen it? Yeah. You've, I never, mean, you've never been that guy. So. No, I mean, if it's reasonable, like, can I like, can I substitute this for this? I'd be like, okay. Well, if it's the same price level or something like that, I could see that maybe. Like, hey, can you give me this instead? Like, yeah. Exchange but I the chicken sandwich for the burger? You know, we do, on Monday nights after 4 o'clock, we do 25% off. And I've had people call at lunch and go, um, well, why can't I get the 25% off? Because it's after 4. Well, that's just not fair. <laughs> I think this is the second time I've dropped the "this is just not fair" bomb on the uh, the air. So I'm going to see any more. I think people listen to the show and just fucking with me now. So that's just not I. Fair. It's it happened. I mean, I get that. The, look, <laughs> I don't get it, dude. If I do, it's like the people that complain about a free pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh you know, yeah. Oh, wasn't there sausage on this shit? You know, you get you 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 for whatever reason if they have like a coupon or. Mm-hmm. Uh, promotional thing we do some promotional stuff where they get you know with local businesses and they'll get a pizza for you know uh one of the banks okay if you they sign up for direct deposit or online checking or something they get some they get a free coupon pizza. or something like that yeah. and it says twenty dollar value at the bottom um guy argued with me <laughs> What did he want? Like the largest pizza with all the toppings? It said a large pizza, and he's like, "Well, it doesn't say that. It, it, you know, I can I get four toppings?" And I said, "That's fine. It's just a twenty dollar rate. Where, where does it say that? I go at the bottom of the coupon." <laughs> and he goes, Pointing. "It doesn't say it." And I, I was on the phone with him, and I'm like, "It's at the bottom of the coupon." Well, it doesn't say. It. I said, "It's at the bot." I said, "If you bring it in, I will point to it." You know, what do you want from me? That's just not fair. Yeah, it's just not fair. It's just not fair, Luke. It's just fucking not fair. So, yeah, that pissed me off. And the problem with shit like that is it just nagged on me because they were there for like two hours. And she was just snarky the rest of the time we were there. Like, they were there. And I I just want to throw people out half the time now. I'm just becoming Luke. Luke, I'm becoming Luke. Fuck it. I'm angry. I'm, I'm gonna start. always angry. You're, you, you're you make always me angry. angry. <laughs> you were great the last episode. We got some nice feedback from the other guys at the podcast. They're like, Luke's incredible. <laughs> I'm incredible. <laughs> I mean, it was an incredible. Like, oh, Luke was fantastic. Like, because you're, you're just you're going off the deep end about the sensitivity of the uh, the frat house. Yeah. Oh, it was it was beautiful. <laughs> do people appreciate that. They like when I get riled up. Well, I think it was more along the lines because, as I pointed out, that is not scripted. I want to point out like that rage is bubbling there a little bit like a volcano, and you can't predict when it's going to come out. And when it does, it's fucking hilarious. So. Not that you're a joke or anything. It's just, well, <laughs> old man yells at cloud. <laughs> ah! um, so I got a quick story that will segue into uh, uh, another story. Um, I was at a gas station the other day. Okay. Uh, I had to pick up some shit from Target, and I pull into the Shell station at the corner of Route 30, and um, I can't remember. It's right by the Lewis Joliet Mall. And as I'm filling up, this guy walks up to me. I want to say it was about six foot six. Real, real disheveled looking dude. Uh, like a creepy, unshaven beard, mustache combo. Hair was in disarray. And I saw him get out of what I would consider one of the newer Ford F-150 trucks. Okay. Okay. So I saw him get out of this nice truck. He walks up to me. 
and he's he's like visually shaking like okay what's okay this is weird he walks up to him he's like hey man uh, i just uh i just got my first uh paycheck i've been out of work for like 13 months and i just got my first paycheck and you know things have been rough and i was just hoping you know you could spare me like twenty dollars that's what he says to me and then he puts his hands on top of his face and he proceeds to what i could only call fake crying like (laughs) i'm like dude that's the worst acting like it's 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 just bad so he's, and he's so I say new, he's in a new truck, <laughs> a new truck. Okay, and he's 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 like six six, so he's he's very imposing looking. He's like towering over me, and the only thing I could think to say was like, "You just got your first paycheck, and you're asking for money." That's the first thing yeah. I said to him. And what was his response? He goes, "Listen, I you know I had to spend it all on this stuff, and I just stuff. You know, I I really am down on my luck, and I got to take care of my little girl." So he starts rambling off all these things, one after another. And I say, look, man, I I can't help you. You should have said, I will give you $20 and my car for your brand new truck that you're driving. <laughs> I should have said that shit. Can we just exchange real quick? That truck was beautiful. So after I said, I can't help you. Did you say it's just not fair? What do you think he does? Goes in and buys cigarettes. No. Um, he said something back to me. That's not fair. Nope. Um, fuck you. Not just fuck you. Proceeds to yell at me at the gas station in front of all the other people getting gas. And he just explodes. He's like, you fucking piece of shit. You're a fucking asshole. And I was like, what What just happened? Like, this is weird. And he's like walking back to his truck. It's like, you're a fucking dick. And I don't know if the dude was strung out. Or something like that. But the only thing I was fearing is like he was going back to his truck to get something, you know? Yeah. I I don't. <clears throat> was it Jonah? It was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Dave, it... Jonah, we, situations like that when the guy gets enraged, you need to sit him down, put on some Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> we can change. We can all change. Yeah. But I, I that's that's the end of the story. I thought he was gonna come and like assault me or something like that. Where was this at? What gas station? It's the fucking Route Thirty Shell Station, right? But right next to the mall, right where uh, my house oh, okay. subdivision is. And I've I don't think that's ever happened. Usually, it's just you know people asking for rides at the I train a, station. But I have a woman. <laughs> she stopped. So coming weird. In, but I wanted to call you right after that happened. She came in one day, says that she had surgery at St. Joe's. And she's stranded, and then she starts fake crying. The fake crying is key. Oh. And she needs some food and whatever. So I gave her like a piece of pizza off the buffet the one time, and then she sits. She starts walking around the tables asking like for money, and I said, "Now it's time to go." Mm-hmm. Comes she comes back like a month late, and she was like, "I have my medical records here." Like, like what is that you, gonna do? It's the same as the people that ask you for money and they show you their ID to show you to prove they're not lying. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I've had guys show me their IDs. Um, that makes sense. She comes back in like a month later and starts the same thing. like the sa- And I said, so you've been stranded for a month? I go, and you just had surgery? I said, yeah, let me see your medical records. And it was like a one of those brown folders. Mm-hmm. And she just looks at me. I go, yeah, let me see your medical records. 
And it was because it was empty, obviously. And I go, and she's like, well, I've been staying at the, the Star Inn or whatever. I go, oh, so you're staying at a crack motel. And you come, I said, you need to, you, you're, I said, you're smoking too much crack. You're forgetting where you've used this story before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got it confused. And she looks, and then she starts fake crying. I go, stop fake crying right now. And she just looks at it. She stops and looks at me. I'm like, you need to go. It's time to go. Well, these stories are a perfect segue to what I call fraud, Luke. Oh, okay. Fraud. Fraud, my friend. So you and me were actually part of a Facebook conversation that we never really even spoke in. Involving our good friend, uh, host, co-host of Um That Just Happened, Rodney. Yes. And our good friend, Steve Shanks, which was hilarious <clears throat> because it wasn't you and me. It was just nice to be a fucking peanut gallery for once. I know. And I, <laughs> I, I, I the aggressiveness. Oh, it was of, great. Like, I was like. Two prize fighters coming a, out. Well, it was such a, like, he, it was so innocent what he, you know, he put it there. He's like, this would be good for discussion. And I said, yeah, okay. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, let me, I'm taking a look at it. And then all of a sudden he starts getting attacked. I'm like, dude. No, no, no. I, I, I kind of viewed it a different way, obviously. Um, but let's, let's, uh, let's go over the argument real quick because I want to see who you thought won the Facebook argument. That's what I really want to discuss. I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it? No. All right. Well, so no. I'll give you I'll give you a quick quick play by play. So Rodney posts this thing he would like us to discuss on the show. And it was basically about entitlements and frauding the government and it's called the New American Way of Life and it was submitted by a person named John Tab. Now keep in mind this is a viral image. It has no post on where it was from paper-wise. I looked it up. I couldn't find it. I just found the same image everywhere. So, so uh, John Tab writes, uh, new, new American way on life. Get on board. For a guy and his girlfriend with two kids, all you have to do is follow these proven steps. Don't marry her. Always use your mom's address to get mail. The guy buys a house. Okay. The guy rents out the house to his girlfriend and his two kids. Uh, with her two kids, Section 8 will pay $900 a month for a three-bedroom home. The girlfriend signs up for Obamacare, uh, so guy doesn't have to pay for family insurance. Girlfriend gets to go to college for free for being a single mother. Girlfriend gets $600 a month for food stamps. Girlfriend gets a free cell phone, gets a free utility, or free utilities. Guy moves into his home, but continues his mom address for his mail. The girlfriend claims one kid. The guy claims the other kid on their tax forms. Now both get to claim head of household and get an $1,800 credit. The girlfriend gets $1,800 a month in disability for being crazy and having a bad back. Uh, The plan is perfectly legal and now executed by millions of people. So the gist of it is now a single mother estimates $75,000 in benefits. I looked at that article, I read it, and I was like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. This is what you quoted, a perfect storm of fraud, all right? Yeah, that's if everything falls, you if can do everything every, falling into place. This is more work than work. I, I, you have to understand, like, the, the amount of work it would take to make this imaginary scenario happen is basically a job. I, it's... It's it's not but that easy to do any of these things. I know people that do portions of that. Now, uh, and we'll we'll get into the, the no people part because Rodney stated the same thing. So I read this article and I was like, well, that's just not true. It's starting from a point of falsehoods. Now, you, you and me, you and me are agreeing that 
Defrauding the government say, is you bad, can't right? Say it's not true. It is not true. He's he's creating a possible scenario. It is a possible scenario. It can't not be true because it's it's. Here's what this plan this. is legal and being executed now by millions of people. So I'm stating from the above list, millions of people. If that's the, if that's the platform we're going with, then it's millions of people that are doing this, and each of them getting seventy five thousand dollars. So I look at this. I try to do a little homework on it, but it's almost too much brain surgery to try and pick it apart because I can't even find the original source of the article. So Rodney brings it up as a discussion for our show, which yeah. is a good discussion. Yeah. People should not be defrauding the government at any of these points. Yeah. There's bad seeds everywhere. And I think yeah. you, me, Steve, and Rodney can all agree on that. And I think you, me, Steve, and Rodney can all agree that we know people that do this. Yeah. We've all met somebody defrauding the government. Sure. So... Based on that, how many people do you know that aren't defrauding the government? I don't know. I don't know how many people I know that are defrauding it, and I don't know how many that aren't. Would I you know say you some... know at least five people that are defrauding the government? Um, I know one in my past. One, two. Uh, can I count the people that have come in that's, that say they're on disability, want a job, and ask if I can pay cash? Sure. All right, that's been about four or five sure. people, and I just look at them and go get out. Do you consider minor fraud still defrauding the government? So, say uh, I made eighty dollars in cash tips, but I didn't claim. Didn't? It. No, I, I think that's a little different. That's okay. That's uh, I would one man's fraud, another man's not I, fraud. I, so. I I think defrauding the government would be like a long. I would consider if we're gonna t- for argument's sake, okay, like a long term like system you have in place mm-hmm. not just you know claiming not claiming like because by law you're supposed to claim 10 percent of your sales yeah it's, so i mean that's what i would report with our old system uh before they had to enter their tips into the system our computer system i would just report 10 percent of the server sales i got you we, we they just throw our credit card things in there and <clears> they <throat> estimate cash so that's all they do yeah um so I'm, I'm reading this article, and then Steve and Rodney start going back and forth. Right. Rodney's position, and it's funny because he can't talk about it on his show, which is awesome. <laughs> he can't even defend which himself. Which is why he gave it to us. <laughs> you can't defend yourself. I was, I was trying to look, and I was just basically not even worrying about the argument so much as to who won the argument. Okay. Based on what was said back and forth. Uh, Rodney's stance was to kind of bring this issue to the light. And he kind of concedes the fact that the article might have some falsified numbers or some numbers that are inaccurate, but it doesn't excuse the fact that there's fraud. And Steve took the same position that I was. Well, you're, you're starting your argument from this extreme position. Therefore, your argument doesn't substantiate your comments. For example, if I said to Luke, Luke, based on... You know, statistics I've read, 300,000 people get murdered in Chicago every year. It's just you shouldn't walk around the streets of Chicago. And you'd be like, Nick, that that number is factually inaccurate. And I go, well, well, you know, a lot of people do get murdered in Chicago. So if the number is half the size, it's still a lot of people. And you can go, well, that's not accurate either. Now, do a lot of people get murdered in Chicago every year from gun violence or gang violence? Yes, they do. There is a problem there. Yeah. But. I started from a position of such extremeness. Now 
you have well, to defend your like original statement. That's the, my point. The thing, the thing that Ronnie didn't even start with a position. Well, yeah, he he he, he got he, he got a, he it. got attacked before he even stated. I don't this think is he was my stance. No, he he said he knows people that do it, and then he states right here, Ronnie. I'm reading you verbatim now, buddy. The 2011 census estimated 150 million people were receiving benefits from one or more social programs. If each one of these people, not saying that they did, but if each one received 75K, it would take less than two years to hit $18 trillion. And the example still shows we need social program reform. We can't turn a blind eye to these holes. That's Everyone a fair agrees. statement. But until he says each one of these people... Hit 75K in benefits. Again, he's arguing such an extreme point. But he's saying if. Yes, if. I mean, you're you're saying the millions is wrong. Absolutely. Where do you get your figures? Where do I get my figures? I'm not saying the millions are right, but you're saying wrong. You can say, I disagree. It's probably less. But you can't (laughs) say it's wrong because you don't know for a fact that it's wrong. I would have to do a lot more homework than I have for reading this little article. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I have to now prove your inaccuracy based on a one-clip JPEG that you put. If you're going to call someone a liar or a hypocrite, then you should find your own statistics. All right. So let's continue on the argument. Rodney says he knows at least five people defrauding the government. Okay. So Steve, of course, (laughs) called him out. And he goes, here's a phone number, Rodney. You should really call in these people and uh, have them uh, looked into because, you know, if you're not – part of the uh, solution then you're part of the problem if you know people that are defrauding the government you know you can do your part right now and take them out and Ronnie's like it's not my position to you know mm. tell people that they can and can't defraud we should just close the loophole that's the point point. and he goes well now you're being a hypocrite and I don't know the justification for the hypocrite charge but at the same time I can see his point if you know people that are defrauding the government and you don't say anything Aren't you kind of, you know, helping out that position? Like, oh, it's okay for you guys to do it, but people shouldn't do it. Well, I I think Rodney's position and reason for even posting that was, look, here's, here's a situation where people can take advantage of the system. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we think we should close it. Absolutely. I think that was the And same. I think that was the basic position. I just didn't – I don't, I don't think at any point – when someone comes in and says you're wrong and here's a phone number call it in you know <laughs> and his 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 thoughts were um you're popular today yeah i'm loaning food to plainfield uh, i mean i don't i don't think rodney posted that with the intention of saying like let's all you know join hands and make this work he was just i mean he was putting it up there for mm-hmm. argument's sake of for us to discuss i don't think he was prepared to have to be to like oh, defend the position and that's why when him. he didn't even take the position initially he was just like you know and he's like i know people that are doing this i don't think it makes him a hypocrite for for saying i want to fix the system if you you know Fair if, you, enough. If, you, if you if he says i want to fix you know the system should be fixed and someone steps in and says well you should call or you're a hypocrite well no because then that's like saying that's that steve in giving the the phone number why doesn't Steve – I'm sure Steve knows people that are doing it. You know, we all know. Everybody knows someone who's, who's who's you know, got a link card that shouldn't have a link card or, you know, it happens all the time. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Steve is pointing out that the social programs that, you know, are affected as Social Security for a lot of these millions of people that he's citing and whatnot. And we pay for Social Security. We should get Social It's not an entitlement. It's something we pay for. And right. It's your money. It's your money. Um, but besides the point, the one statement that Steve made that kind of, and I felt Steve won the argument just based on this one sentence alone. The article states that there are millions of people doing this, which they provide no evidence to support. So, again, if you're starting from a lofty thing. Now, if Rodney would have came out and said, you know, I believe that these are the statistics we should be looking at, then Rodney probably would have been the upper hand. But Steve, of course, took the numbers that Rodney provided and made his argument based on those, which I think were accurate. So the point of this whole fucking thing is that arguing Facebook got nothing accomplished yet again. And then it ended with me posting a picture of the emperor, which was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed the. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed Rodney's memes about the 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 candy, the, the troll, and oh. the. It just I. But the best part is he can't he can't respond. I got. <laughs> I posted something uh, on uh, the other day. Al had posted uh, a bunch of like what ifs, talking about that clerk in Kentucky. Oh he, yeah. And, and he, one of the things that said that said what if it was it was you know he it was a repost and he it said what if you know a Mus, a Muslim uh, didn't want to give a liquor license or Good something analogies, to that effect yeah something um, to that effect and so I kind of read it and I didn't respond didn't do anything and then I saw someone had posted a thing and it turned out it was the Alan West uh, I fucking hate Alan West <laughs> it was something off the Alan and I didn't even look at the website like I just I I read the article that was posted. Um, hang on, I should be done with this. Um, yeah, yeah. Trying to organize work and edit all this space. Edit all the space. Um, <clears throat> the uh, I I read this thing and it it had talked about you know this clerk didn't want to do this and then there was a Muslim that didn't want to serve alcohol or, or on a plane or something, something that was against their yeah. thing and i don't remember i don't remember the whole thing i, I brief i was at work i briefly don't glanced roll on at shabbos, it. <laughs> yeah we don't, we don't roll on shabbos <laughs> damn it i said the line wrong all right um and i posted it i took it and i put it on al's wall and i said i said this is funny i just you know i read your thing the other day i go in this ironically popped up on my news feed and i said i thought so you oh, your story was legitimate <clears throat> Oh, I thought it was just another example. You you got somebody really didn't want to serve alcohol on a plane. That's what the article said. Okay, and but I thought it was ironic because Al had put he those what ifs. It. Okay, and I put it on. I said, "Hey, just made me think of you." I said, "It's kind of interesting and ironic. You had posted what ifs, and this was one of the what ifs." Fair enough. So Al's like, you know, Alan West is a uh, or whatever his name is is a crazy man and such and such, and posted like like this long like thing, and I I glanced at it. And like I didn't even like read it, but it was like this. It was basically asking me a bunch of questions. Like, and I'm like, "You're you're debating yourself. I'm not. I'm not arguing <laughs> with you. I just thought. I I just thought it was interesting." And then Steve jumped in and starts. And I'm like, "God damn it! I'm not even arguing with anybody." I welcome to Facebook. I political thought discussion. it was interesting. It it was mirroring whether it's true or not. It just mirrored what you're. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I'm like, so that's all. And and Al, you know, right away was like, okay, you know, I, you know, 
And I said, you know, and Steve's like, it's not the same and this and this. And I'm like, God damn, guys. It's not an argument. It's merely a fucking observation. <laughs> now I want to read that whole thread because I actually am getting a kick out of reading political threads that I'm not a part of. And that's what makes it so enjoyable. But we were talking about Kim Davis last week. The more I read about this woman, the more I really, really dislike her because what you said last week, I agreed with. If she doesn't want to issue gay marriage licenses, she should excuse herself. Yeah. She should let somebody else do it. I found out that's not what she did. She actually forbid anyone in her office to issue the gay marriage license. Well, that's she's a, she's and, not a she's a, a troll woman. Uh, uh, hold on a second. I got a couple things. I'm going to talk to Casey Alltop real quick too. All right. Oh, she made me upset. Okay. Casey made you upset. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Um, come on the show to debate me. Uh, so. She does this thing where she doesn't let anybody administer the licenses. So, again, she, she not only is against doing it herself, she's against letting anybody have the power to do so. And she is then forcing her views on other people. Exactly. And then she got arrested mm-hmm. for contempt of court, not for her religious beliefs. Keep that in mind. Yeah. She got in contempt of court for not performing her duties. Mm-hmm. She should have resigned. She also refused to grant the authority to anybody to issue the marriage licenses while she is in contempt of court. Now, they already have people doing her job for her while she's gone because there's already been a gay marriage license issued. Uh Her lawyer basically stated, it is not worth the paper it is printed on. She grants no authority as the county clerk of Kentucky to give that person that power. So, like, people are trying to figure out, like, what happens if she goes on vacation? She has to actually grant the authority to approve licenses given out to her substitute. Jesus she absolutely refuses to give the authority. So how do you impeach a clerk? I mean, he, who would have the authority to impeach? I mean, her, the, the local government and <clears throat> a lot of people share her beliefs. She'll never get impeached. So it's, it's a fucking hairy story, but the more and more I think about this whole story, dude, so she's taking the stance of I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah, basically. And you know, they're, they're calling her the Martin Luther King of, She's nothing. You know, uh, a lot of uh, Ernie, my Ernie, I love you to death. He's defending her like crazy. And I just I don't see the defense in this point, because, again, she she doesn't have to get gay buried. She doesn't have to participate in it. If somebody wants to do it, who the fuck gives a shit? If she's uncomfortable issuing the uh, gay marriage license, she should authorize someone else to do it. Or just step away. But she still feels she's part of the process, I guess, or some. But now now I'm not thinking it. Now I'm going conspiracy theory territory. Okay. Remember the couple that refused to make the gay wedding cake, even though nobody asked them to make the gay wedding cake? Uh, made, vaguely. They made $800,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. With a GoFundMe and all that shit. Yeah. Turns out Ms. Kim Davis is uh, getting all of her legal fees paid for by a conservative, uh, ultra-conservative watchdog group. Uh, you know, it's, uh, got a lot of religious backing and everything like that. I think... Now it's like now I'm not saying her convictions are false. I think she believes what she believes. Sure. But I think now she is turning this to I can actually do very well for myself by the people defending me. And now it's turning into I'm going to play this game as long as possible by taking my ball and going home I, and getting some funding. Out I of don't it. know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't I'm not going to venture to guess um, <clears throat> that she sounds like a scam to me now. Well, so. That what was true if, if is mil- now a scam. If millions of people are doing it, 
Um, nice no, pull. I don't nice know. pull. Nice I, pull. I don't know. Touch I don't them know. all, Luke. I don't know what her, you know, hundred percent of her motivation is. You know, it sounds to me like she's uh, uh, taken a position that uh, she's gone beyond her religious. And I've said that people should not be forced to do something that no, goes against their. Absolutely not. And if you are in a position where you have to do something, it's part of your job to do something. You're you're morally opposed to amen where's your beer uh either change your job find a substitute yeah you know it's not it's not her place just like it's nobody's place to decide what she believes it's not her place to decide to use her position as an elected official to decide well, I'm not going to do this, was, even though it's legal. I was 100% in agreement with you till I found out that she apparently forbid everyone in her office to give those licenses out. So, um, But here's why I got a beef with Casey. Okay. All right. Kim Davis, <laughs> same chick. Would you say she's a homely-looking lady? I would say that she is one of the ugliest humans alive. Okay. So Casey put this on her Facebook wall. Like, guys, let's all agree... She says some article. This is not Casey verbatim. Let's all agree that, you know, what she's doing is wrong. But can we please stop insulting her appearance? It has nothing to do with this. That's true. It's absolutely true. It doesn't. Well, I mean, her appearance has. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Her appearance has nothing to do with it. The fact that she was married four times says more about. Isn't that comedy? It says more. It says more about the men that actually married her. Um, <laughs> See now that joke <laughs> would not be as funny if she was a hot chick. Um, but it really it has nothing to do with the Absolutely argument, and it, not. what it does is you know it take it takes it's it's like the old baseball argument where we're arguing over whose team is better, and uh, Steve jumps in and says we pee and troughs. Yeah, you know it's like oh, okay, <laughs> you know what the hell's the difference? I don't care where I pee, you know. But that's but it's still funny, okay? That's it's what I'm saying. Still, I'm, I'm not going to get offended as long as you're not using as long as you're not using her disgusting appearance <laughs> to try to prove the point that she's wrong. Yes. And you're just focusing on the disgusting appearance? Oh god. You get um, a nice phone call. <laughs> Fuck you. Bro. I don't I mean what the, the, that's I don't what know. I'm saying like I okay. make I keep making fun of Ken cuz he hates her so much and he's like he just looking at her makes me sick but he keeps posting about it. So I've been. Calling. I have seen Ken's. I'm Ken, I'm friends with Ken now, and it's funny. He's, I keep I keep responding obsessed. and saying you're obsessed with her. You love her. That's your buddy. You know. <laughs> um. See, I, I this is a terrible analogy with human beings, but that's basically like saying, oh, we we can't make you know we can bash Hitler for killing millions of Jews, but we can't make fun of his mustache, Luke. It's we can't touch that. It's his physical appearance. We can't fucking. That's wrong. You know. The Holocaust side of things, okay, you can bash that all you like, but don't you fucking touch his physical appearance. That's just wrong. That's <laughs> bullshit. Fucking make fun of her. She's make, a, she's a creep. Make, you can make fun of whoever you want. Yeah. It, just as long as you don't think that making her ugly or whatever is proof that she's wrong. Yeah. Not focus on the appearance, guys. Fuck that. You know. <laughs> she's a troll. She is a troll. Yeah. Where were we? She's yeah. not a handsome lady. <laughs> Um. Oh, dude, you brought this up. We should, probably should have talked about this with our sports, but uh, Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Um. Is this more like, to, to fill people in? Kurt Schilling made a tweet. 
Kurt Schilling uh, <laughs> tweeted. <laughs> a tweeted. Uh, which he's apologized for. Which I don't think he should have apologized for, but mm-hmm. he tweeted. Uh, it was a comparison between radical Islam, essentially the terrorists that are that are attacking and killing Christians, Muslims. Yes. Um, compared it to Nazism. Now, here's where Kurt's argument fell apart. Same as, like, I, let's, let's floor back to Rodney. Because Kurt Schilling, I believe, put a percentage. He said all mu- 30% of all Muslims are, like, radical Muslims. All right? He's got no facts to substantiate his argument. Yeah. Now, if he would have said, radical Muslims are just like Nazis. No argument. It wasn't even Nobody, his. No. It wasn't even his. It was a forward of whatever he saw. I mean, he didn't write this. But you, you get a, the idea. No, I understand what yeah. you're saying. I don't. I was not. I think I that radical Muslims are very. It's, it's a very, very similar. It's, to Nazi. A, it's a group of. But people, you know, people jumped in and said, no, not all of Germany was, you know, only 7% support. No, no, actually, all of Germany was pretty much behind Hitler. Yeah, they, they, they fucking... They, they pretty much had to pat him on the back. Of, yeah, they you know, they loved him. Even the ones that didn't like him, they're like, we're yeah, not we're going to gonna, say anything. Yeah. You know, I don't um, want to get the bullet in the back. You know, but the, 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 point he, the point he was trying to make is a portion of the group... Yes. ...is similar to a portion of that group, and... They, you know, it's the same ideology, the same uh, extermination of people who don't think the same way as you. Absolutely, um, and I think you, me, and Kurt Schilling all agree on that fact. I it's like you start throwing numbers I, out though. What upset me about no. the whole thing was one that he apologized because I don't think he said anything. He didn't apologize. He's like, yeah, I said the wrong <laughs> thing. You know, probably not the words. I, sh- he's, I think he said something along the lines, "I said this wrong." Right. I said this the wrong way. I just don't I don't I don't think what he said was too inflammatory. Uh, um yeah. but be, beside the point. Um I I just don't think he should have apologized. He gets suspended. He got pulled off the Little League World Series. He got suspended from Sunday Night Baseball. I think they're bringing him back. Um for Sunday Night Baseball. So I'm not positive, but they have this new woman in there. But I my anger at the hypocrisy of ESPN, ESPN. Is that Chris Carter, who is a Hall of Famer? I think he's a whiny bitch who cried a lot when he, if he didn't make a catch, he just looked for a flag. Um, but he was speaking at the rookie camp and said, "Find yourself a fall guy for if and when you commit a crime in your group. So you you pay a guy to take the heat if something happens." I didn't see it. Was it? Ha 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 ha! He's making a joke, a bad joke. No, no, no. Or he was no. Dead he serious. was there to, to teach the rookies how to adjust to life in the NFL. He's wow. as, he was a speaker, an official speaker at an official NFL event. They have this on tape. Uh I think it's on tape. Holy I did not see shit. the tape, but he has admitted that that's what he said. Much more inflammatory. Mister played his. Oh, I'm so you know. Oh God, I don't know what I was. Nothing happened to him. That's fucked up. Nothing. That's fucked. Up. And that's when I posted. I said, "Kurt Schilling says this." That's right. I saw your Chris post. Chris Carter up. says this. I'm curious where the selective outrage begins and ends. ESPN has a big history of fucking suspending people. For it's it's really weird. They they pick and choose so much. They with sus- their host. They suspended that guy for. Uh, uh, they asked his opinion about the Jason Collins, the gay basketball player. Mm. And the guy, they asked his opinion. He said, 
you know, I'd have nothing against Jason Collins personally. Uh, I, I am against, uh, and I don't remember exactly what he said because I'm a, you know, I'm a a Christian, something about, you know, I, you know, I, I, I like Jason Collins. I've spoken to I just don't agree with the lifestyle. End of story. That's what he said. They asked him, and then they suspended him. So they, they, they're, they're the ones that baited him. Essentially. Yeah, he was on an ESPN show. He was there as a guest to speak the opposite side. That's messed up. And I, See, just, I don't like that shit either, dude. I really don't. Especially now, if he would have been like started shouting no, terrible epitaphs say, about homosexuals or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah. You know, But they called him. They, they, they tore into him and... You know, it's yeah. like it's like give me a break. If someone you does say does, no comment too, well, know? they My asked God. his opinion. Yeah. That's why I said that ESPN. You know, why they might as well just put robots up there because if you don't agree with their opinion, yeah, they suspend you. But it, it, I don't understand then how someone like Chris Carter doesn't get suspended. I don't get that. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it's it's not fair to anyone else that was suspended. That Chris Carter, who says something flagrant, mm. you know. So, just out of your opinion, uh, not based on the topic, but do you think ESPN has more pull now than they did back? I think in their heyday was the like late '90s, early 2000s. Do you think they're a bigger force now in sports, or do you think they're kind of? Oh, I think they're huge because they they you know they carry they now have Monday Night Football and they they've a lot of influence and they've a lot they're all over the place. They got how many channels? Because I would just remember their heyday. You know, ESPN, had... ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, oh, you know. The Ocho. The Ocho, <laughs> yeah. ESPN8, the Ocho. Um, well, but I just think I think it's a, a hypocrisy. It's totally and a hypocrisy. I, you know, people, I will never watch that. No, no, I watch it because they have sports on there. But, you know, I think it's bullshit that certain people get suspended and certain people don't. And just giving an opinion that doesn't agree with ESPN is not a suspendable offense. Let's talk about giving opinions. Let's segue into another topic. All right. Remember Damon Wayans? Yes. Damon Wayans, a star of In, in Living Color, used to do Homie the Clown back yeah. in the early 90s. Great mm-hmm. stand-up. I think he's very funny. Yeah. Damon Wayans just gave a radio interview a day ago or something like that. Okay. And it's becoming quite viral. Uh, <clears throat> Damon Wayans has been kind of irrelevant in the last few years. He mm-hmm. hasn't done much. But they had him on. He was great in The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> What's that, Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I haven't seen that forever. <laughs> um, so he's on a hip-hop network. I think it was like 105.9 in New York or 105.1. I can't remember the bucket. Okay. It's like Charlemagne the God is the DJ. Uh, that's his name. Yes. Okay. They were talking to him about Bill Cosby. Okay. And this is where the controversy comes in, Luke. And mm-hmm. Damon Wayans, <laughs> well, he, he gave his opinion. And essentially he said that there's no way Bill Cosby could have raped these 50 or so women. Bitches, mind you. He, he call, called them bitches. Okay. Half of them were unrapeable. Those were his exact phrase. He's like, uh, it's all a fucking money scam. You know? I tell Bill. I wonder if ESPN will suspend him. He's like, I tell Bill he should divorce his wife right now. Make sure she gets all of his money. Wink, nudge, smoke one of his three-hour-long cigars, have a quaalude, and tell these bitches to shut the fuck up. Okay. So, Damon Wayans, do you think that would be a, a bullet in his career right there? I 
Like, I just you're just you're using, if you say you're using so something career so, loosely, yeah. Um, hey, he's, he's he's a multimillionaire. His son is very funny. He's on like uh, that show, New Girl, I think. Um, so. I mean, what what did he say? He thinks it's a money scam, and the okay, women are unrapeable. Okay. So he's that, like, I saw these bitches. There is the there is therein lies the the part that bothers me. Um. Oh, can I say one more line that he said? Okay. He's like, you mean some of this shit fucking happened 40 years ago and you got plowed by his dick and you're, you you're just have amnesia and you don't remember this shit happened and now you're coming out? I with think it? he has a right to it was believe, pretty, it's, a, like, to believe wow. it's a money scam. That's the other side of the coin. I mm-hmm. think the majority of people think that Bill Cosby probably did this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take this pudding bob. It's laced with quaaludes. Um, but you know the thing that he said is I don't care if he called them bitches, whatever. Yeah, he called them bitches. A lot, um, so. the unrapeable line is the one that I think is the you got to you got to give your opinion a little bit more. You know, you go on and say you know now he's going I don't think personal that parents and shit like that. I don't think that you know I think that Bill Cosby's a victim of a scam, and you can say that, and it's perfectly acceptable. You know, people would call him names, I'm sure, for thinking that, but it's perfectly acceptable to think that, and you move on. But the fact that the way he phrased it is, is, you know, and he's probably, he was probably trying to be funny, you know, saying they're ugly. He's trying to say they're ugly, essentially. Um, Just, I think it was a harsh, one of those where you think you're making a joke and then you go, ooh, that didn't come out right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's been spread a lot. So, I mean, you'll probably see it pretty soon. Like, Would know. I... Then, so, so you're ESPN. Would I then <laughs> boycott... <laughs> yeah. Would I then boycott Damon Wayans? No. If he's doing something that I want to see or whatever, All right. I would see. It's the same with Mel Gibson. I wish he would make movies. Everybody, you know, he's like... He, like, destroyed his career with his with his rants, and I just went, but he makes good movies, so, so I wish South he would South Park's argument was, like, God damn it, yeah. <laughs> he does make he does story structure. <laughs> he does great movies. If they, if I liked Damon Wayans' comedy, I like Bill Cosby's comedy. If you put on a Bill Cosby, Himself an old, one of the greatest stand-ups I would time. laugh because he's a funny guy. And I don't, you know, I don't support his, his choices that he's made. Um, but, <laughs> goddamn, you know, I'm a Republican. I don't boycott. I just... Go about my business. I should make some official you're going to get a disease t-shirts with Bill Cosby's face on him. It says, I still like Bill Cosby minus the rape. Yeah. <laughs> In parentheses. You know, just, you know, still support the comedy. Don't support the rape. Um, you got some Dr. Bill Luke, Cosby my from friend. Fulton County Prison. <laughs> Dr. Luke time. Okay, let me get my diploma. Woo. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke questions I find on the internet involving relationship and social natures and see if he can say something funny. Dr. Luke, me and my good buddy both like the same girl. She's very attainable for both of us. Go for the threesome. That's a devil's threesome, Luke. Yeah. No, it's the old classic. I like this chick. My buddy likes this chick. We both met her at the same time. Maybe she's good friends with the group. How do you fucking work this out amongst the threesome civil gentlemen or just work it out no, who wants like they both want this girl they're both really digger and Who's she like that's a great question they don't specify you let that. her pick you let her pick yeah who's she like if she likes one guy you can't be sour grapes about it and like not be friends with them you just i know guys remove yourself from the situation if it bothers you i know guys that have thrown the old hey dude i saw her first 
out. You're I a fucking dick. First. Like, you know, like you I was going to hit on her first and they, they hit on her instead and they, they lose the opportunity. Well, sucks to be you. You should have hit on her. <laughs> Dr. Luke has spoken, sir. Uh, go should I get the off the top? Go for the threesome. That's the wobbly H. You I need to have called. the you need to have the imaginary pole between you two. Like you 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 do the threesome like you have a steel rod between you. So as one person moves to the right, the other person must move to the right. And remember, if your dicks <clears throat> touch, you're gay. That's right. <laughs> if you get aroused with another man in the room, you're a homosexual. <laughs> I uh, I won't name names, but I had I had the opportunity to be in a devil's threesome before. Ah. I, I did not take it up on the offer, but um, that was a weird situation. We'll go into it another time. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got tapped in to go or something like that. That was fucking weird. I uh, uh, end of the story. I did not participate. So. Okay. Um, Doctor Luke, my kid is getting bullied at school. What would Doctor Luke do? Um, Dr. Luke would first talk to the school. All right. <clears throat> ask them to make the situation go away. You approach um, the school first? <clears throat> approach the school first. All right. If it doesn't, it, well, not even. If at the same time, I would teach my kid how to whoop some ass. <clears throat> and I would tell my kid, you don't start a fight. But if this person you end a fight, if this person <laughs> harasses, I, this is exactly what happened to me. I was short for my. I told you this. I was short for my age. Mm-hmm. My father said, "I don't want you to get into a fight." With that said, if these, and he, I think he said, you know, if these brats or something keep picking on you, grab one, beat the hell out of them. They will not come back for more. And that's exactly what I did. Oh, you just started wailing on a guy? I he knew I could he knew I could I mean I was a wrestler. I he knew you know, when you get a wrestler with with especially as kids with in a fight with a guy who has no clue. Oh jeez. You know, I fucking took this dude down and just started pow- and I ended up becoming friends with the guy later. Sometimes it takes, you know. He he had, he had respect for me. Some of my best buddies that I didn't get along with <clears> when we first met, so. Yeah, I mean, so I would tell teach your kid to defend himself. Stop whining about it. Drill the kid. At freshman year at St. Joe's, I actually had a bully. Um, I was a weird-looking kid, thick glasses. I had a mustache because I thought maybe girls would think facial hair was cool. Big mistake all around. Yeah. Um, but I want to say he was a junior or senior, uh, and I think his name was his last name was like Moonin or Mooney or something like that. He was a tiny little fuck. He was tinier than me, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of bigger friends. Mm-hmm. And so, as seniors and juniors are opt to do with the freshman class, they'll they'll like book you, you know, as you're walking down the class, and they'll slap your books so they all fall on the ground. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be like, "Hey, hey, you dropped your pen," and you make you turn around, and then they'll fucking like throw something at you or some shit like that. That happened a lot. So, one day the the Moonin kid was by himself without his cohorts yeah. behind him, and he tried to book me. And he slapped the books as hard as he could, and they didn't move. And I fucking grabbed him by his throat, and I slammed him into the locker. And I was like, don't you fucking touch me again. I never got bullied again after that. It was awesome. It was such a fucking release of anger. The thing about a bully is well, he he doesn't want a response. I was worried if the dudes were there, I would get fucking crushed. (laughs) I remember 13-year-old Nick. I'm like, "Mm." Yeah, I mean, well, that's. 
I think at one point you got to take a stand. You got to don't you shoot get, up the school. Yeah, don't shoot. You don't shoot up the school. <laughs> it, it, if you know, how's the kid getting bullied? If you're getting physically bullied, like pushed and whatever, punch the dude in the fucking face. Yep. Just I, drill him. I don't care if he gets suspended from school. So it make your fist feel better too. Yeah. Oh, Luke, my girlfriend. Luke. No, sorry, Doctor Luke. My girlfriend's younger sister is hitting on me. Doctor Luke, what do I do? Go for the threesome. <laughs> That's an awkward threesome. Yeah, the devil's threesome, and now the awkward threesome. How long have you been dating the girl? Uh, let's throw a number out there. Six months. Bang the sister. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's go for the more tactful approach instead of banging, because banging is always a good solution. Let's, mm. let's all just banging is first. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got you to have Banging is always to, first. To, to get it out of her system. You see, the thing that... I did I, it for us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way I'm looking at it is if you have this younger sister hitting on you and you don't want to do anything with her, now you're in the awkward spot. Do you tell your girlfriend? Is she hitting on you like flirting or is she hitting oh, on saying, you like, like propositioning? And grabbing and shit like that. I yeah, tell the you, girl. Tell well, you don't first tell. you tell the girl. If you don't want it, if it's an unwanted advance, you say, yeah. please don't do that. Or, so, <clears throat> you know, don't touch me that way or don't say that to me. That's not, you know. And if she continues, then I tell the sister. And okay. I say, okay. Here, here, so here. you say go to her first and not the sister first. The, yeah, the you try to shut it down to avoid yeah. any conflict. All right. Or you bang the sister. I like the banging solution. Yeah. Dr. Luke, I got no other topics and I don't have a Jonah story. Uh, Jonah. I'm Jonah. We touched them all today. I got a Fitbit last week. He's one weekend. I'll see. (laughs) I'll see how much activity he's done. Yeah. Um, I just, I, you know, I'm getting other topics for the show half the time, and I'm not researching the Jonah story. And I apologize to our listeners who need a good Jonah story. Yeah, we're probably losing Russia at this point. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we just—it's just about paying attention to what things Jonah does. Don't worry, we'll get some uh, new material for Jonah very soon. I'll just get him drunk. Um, so, kind of to end the show with uh, promotions and whatnot, Winds of Mice and Men opening September twenty fifth. September twenty fifth. Keep that at, uh, <coughs> sets built, not decorated, but built. Uh, I built a, my stream. Bicentennial Park, Joliet, Illinois. Uh, yes, Billy Lockheimer is that Billy Lee Macher. Bicentennial Lee Park. Bicentennial you can look Park. it up on Facebook. Or go to lat forty one dot org or lat forty one on Facebook. Um, yeah, it's it's a good show. I it, it's it, a lot of a lot of people I think are going to go because they remember of mice and men. Oh, it's, from, great, it's very great recognizable. Um, get a little misty-eyed. Otis starts his rehearsals this week. Way to Lotus sees us! Oh, yeah. He, so, loves-, uh, he loves us! <laughs> That's a classic. Absolute classic. I actually got um, a little... I got, I got a phone call um, because of the comic strips I was posting. Mm-hmm. It came out of nowhere. I was walking with Allison. Uh, we go for like little walks at yeah, lunchtime at, at the office. You talked about this weird stuff. Our walks? Yeah, you said you take walks. We do take walks. It's very cute. So I got a call uh, from an old alumni at Lewis University. He's like, hey, hey, man, how you been? I was like, I've been good, dude. How have you been? I haven't talked to him in probably a year and a half. He goes, hey, you uh, 
you you've been drawing those little little comic doodles and strips uh you, you know, called it comic doodles you've mm. been doing those little comic strips and whatnot i'm like yeah 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 you saw those he's like yeah i really like those you want to do an art show i was like what yeah yeah i got a space uh for you in, in chicago in case you're interested in doing an art show that's he goes, cool he's like won't won't cost you a dime just you know just your time you, just your time and i was like yes yes i will so that's so hopefully you're gonna have, you're gonna have an art show i i think uh it's a place in bucktown apparently so. uh, apparently luke's character better be in some of this shit <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, all that from posting those little comic strips. I mean, this probably won't happen for at least another year, yeah. I'd imagine. But, uh, you know. Well, it's that... kind of the same way I got my uh, published person. Someone that wants to publish my book once I write it. Yeah, it's the little seeds, man. Post, the, the post those little things on there. and It's all that really matters. Like So it's it's fun that I've been doing that, and I've already gotten feedback like that. So, yeah, hopefully by this time next year I'll be uh, sending out invitations to all you lovely I'm going to try listeners. to tear it down so it doesn't I'm going to be posting on there going this is the dumbest thing ever anyone who would back this is stupid I'm would, offended by I, it I would expect nothing less I have a comic strip for you uh, that's not drawn by me it's drawn by Berkeley Breath um, he's the guy that made Bloom County uh, and it's from 1978 and I was going to send it to you and last week you you kind of went off on this uh, thing about how people are so ultra sensitive now. Oh, yeah. Everything offends. And it was... Did we get any... We, we got, I know we got feedback on that from the guy. Yeah, Did the guys from any, the other podcasters absolutely emails? loving it. I haven't seen any uh, texts or emails about it, but I mean, uh, the episode just went up on Friday and it's Sunday, so I imagine we'll get a little bit of feedback. Uh, so I found this comic strip from 1978. Um from the series called Academia Waltz, and it's five people, and it's a four-panel comic strip. It's black guy, white guy, heavyset woman, uh, a guy with a sign that says I'm offended on it, and they're just all yelling about what offends them. And it goes, I'm offended, I'm offended, I'm offended at this and this, I'm offended that you're black, I'm offended that you're white. This is 1978, and mm -hmm. that's basically the premise of the comic strip. Mm -hmm. So... This guy felt your rage when you were how old? Six, Six, seven? So, I mean, it's it's nothing's changed, just the medium, my friend. That's uh, all I'm saying. Yeah, it's... Nothing's changed. I don't know how people... I mean, I don't know where they get the energy <laughs> to be offended so much and to, find, to look at things and find things so offensive. It's so hard to offend me. Don't be offended. We, we can just laugh, everyone. We can just laugh. Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network, my friends. Something Gate, Um That Just Happened, Dash Drunks, The Vag Dialogues, Soon To Be, Backslash, We Rule, and, of course, The Mothership, You're Gonna Get a Disease. Anything else for this show, sir? Uh, nope, I'm all good. All right. Have a good Labor Day, everybody. Go get a disease. Later. <laughs>